Hello everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of the Jack the Lad podcast. If you haven't already subscribed then please do. On today's episode we've got on Neil Nayer. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Anyways, I am Neil Nayar. I am 17 years old and I can play around 117 different instruments from around the world. So this obviously caught my eye hugely while I was, you know, flicking through my uh, my phone. Mm-hmm. How did it all start? Well, the story all started when I was in the mother's womb. My dad, he was at the library looking for a book and he just chose one book randomly and just started reading it. And after reading the book, he read one line which caught his attention. It mentioned, if you play Mozart's music on the womb, then the child will become a musician. So my dad tried that experiment by placing a tiny speaker on top of the mother's womb, which was playing uh, Mozart's music. And when I was around two years old, my parents bought me a mini drum set from Toys R Us. And my dad, he set up the mini drum set in front of me and handing me the sticks, he said, play the drums. And I was holding the sticks on my hand. I was thinking like, what should I do? Should I hit it or should I throw it? I didn't know what to do. (laughs) And as I grew older and when I was around six years old, my parents, they took me to a free drum class in a music school. And after one drum lesson, I was playing the drums like an old pro. I was like, I was like, how did this happen? My parents, my drum teacher were shocked. And after that, my parents decided to give me another instrument, which was the guitar. And after learning the guitar, um, I, I felt like I had that inspiration to continue to learn more and more instruments. And after the guitar, I went to the piano, the flute, to the saxophone, on and on and on. And at the age of 11, I had around 20 instruments. And at that time, I was like, maybe I should make a record out of this or something like that. So I did a lot of research to find out um, you know who you know who plays the multiple instruments and I found this uh, one guy I think at the age of 23 uh, he can play around 17 or 18 instruments then I said okay how about I can make a record for playing more instruments than him so after that I made my very first world record for playing 44 musical instruments at the age of 12 in 2017. That was my very, very first world record. And after that, I broke my own world record for playing 107 instruments from around the world at the age of 13 in 2019. And currently, I can play around 117 different instruments from around the world at the age of at the age of 17 
So, yep, and that's the whole story. So, in there then, when you say you can play 117 instruments, is mm-hmm. that what what standard can you play them at and does that differ between instruments? Well, you know, it depends because um the instruments I play are advanced level and there are sir there are some instruments which are intermediate and which I am uh you know which and also which I'm trying to improve on my uh, on, you know on my uh, playing. And as I mentioned that um there are a lot of instruments which I'm I'm trying to um to fix, you know, on my technique and also practicing and there's a, there are some instruments which are very hard to play and i think the hardest instrument which took me like around one month to learn was behind me is called the theremin and the theremin uh is an electric instrument so it's kind of like you are playing the instrument in the air so let me explain how this works so on the left side uh, I mean, on, on a tournament, we have two antennas. So the left side would be used for controlling the volume of the sound. And the right antenna would be used for controlling the pitch. Now, now I mentioned the easy part. Now, here comes the hard part. The hard part is that you have to stay still as a statue when playing the tournament. Because if you move your hips or your head or any body part, then the pitch changes. And then you have to retune the instrument and then start from scratch. So that's the hardest part in the tournament. <laughs> and which... <laughs> that's... Well done. Bravo. Um so when you're when you started obviously you started with the drums and, and you know mm-hmm. it's like you said the saxophone and stuff and, and what i would class as traditional western instruments mm-hmm. when did it start getting out there because i understand that you can play is it the african drums uh no no i mentioned the drum set that's what i meant to say yeah but but when did it start going sort of worldwide like when did you start playing you know stuff from different countries I think it started going worldwide when um I think when I was at the I think it was the sax I think it was the trumpet you know after learning the saxophone I went to the trumpet and then I, and then I uh went uh, to different flutes and I think the first worldwide instrument I don't remember but I think I remember that it was the I think it was the sitar and the sitar um which is right here you can see Behind me, that red one. Uh, so the sitar uh, is a stringed instrument uh, from India, and that instrument has around um, eleven sympathetic strings, um, and it has two melody strings. And now, now you might be questioning that: Is the sitar similar to the guitar? Well, to be exact, um, it is similar. The only difference is that in our guitar we have six strings and we have a fretboard but in the sitar we only have two melody strings and we have frets which are not straight as the guitar but they are rounded 
And, and, and also another fact about this guitar is that in a, in a guitar, we cannot move the frets. But in this guitar, we can move the frets, which is very, very interesting. And yeah, and also another difference is that on a guitar, you know, we can just play the scale up and down. But on this guitar, we have to play like this, you know, like going all the way down and then all the way down. You know, that's the hardest part when playing this guitar. So, and that takes a lot of practice, you know, to maintain that thing. And and also we have different picks. And the one I have is called a Miserable. And uh, for those who are listening to this podcast, um, the Miserable is kind of like a guitar pick, except it's a bit triangular, you know, so... That's the only difference, I would say, from the guitar and the guitar. Which instrument of yours that you play, which which one is your sort of favorite? Which is your go-to? Huh, which is my favorite instrument? To be honest, I think all of the instruments that I play are my favorite. And I think my, I think the two instruments which I really really love um, are the sitar and saxophone. All right. Yeah. What What do you like about the saxophone? Well, I think what I like, what I really, really like about the saxophone, um, you know, is the texture of the sound, you know, and of course, you know, when you, uh, you know, when you try to learn the saxophone it's a bit hard you know with the mouth you have to like yeah you, you have to like make that kind of embouchure to produce that sound uh but yeah i think what i what i really like, like about a saxophone is the sound and also the textureness of it yeah nice so obviously in the background again for the people that are listening there is a, a vast array of musical instruments behind him um how do you get your hands on them Um, are you asking like how so, I? Like, how do you like? Are you, would you? How do you come across them to then obviously add them into your repertoire? Oh, well, first of all, um, you know how I got these instruments. You know, it's a lot of online researching, a lot of online researching, and uh, you know, there's some instruments which I have behind me in the background um, who are listening. Um, you know, like um, some instruments that I have are from around the world, including um, India, China, Japan, Brazil, Africa, Hungary, uh, 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 Bulgaria. Uh, then we have, you know, uh, it's like a vast amount of countries. And sometimes it becomes very hard to find an instrument, you know, from a, uh, from a different country, you know. And I think the, hard, I think the hardest instrument to find uh, is the bandura, and the bandura is a string instrument similar to a harp, and that instrument is from Ukraine. And as all of us know, that the war is happening between Ukraine and Russia, so it's very hard to get that instrument at a time. And not to mention, I do have one instrument. Um, you know, which is very old, and it's called the American 
mandolin harp. And the American mandolin harp is a string instrument. It's very different, by the way, you know. Uh, and how it works is that on our left hand, we would use it to play the chords. And on the right hand, we would use it to play the melody, So, which is very different. And I think the, the interesting fact about this instrument is that it is from, it was made in the 1930s. Can you believe that? 1930s. Wow. And someone was selling it on eBay, mentioning that someone saved it from 1930s. I was like, there's no way. And then when I got it home, the I think the hardest part was the changing the strings because the strings, they were attached to the bridge. But for some reason, you know, if the pose, if the string were to break, then I wouldn't be able to replace the string because how it was made, like it was so different. And I think there are around few of these in the world and I have two of them. So yeah, very antique and a very antique sound. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. Um, so how do you find out about the instrument to then obviously go through the the process of, you know, purchasing it on eBay or whatever? Like, how do you hear about the, you know, something from the Ukraine or stuff like that? Because a lot of them, from what I've seen in your videos and, and what you've done on, on TV shows and that, a lot of them are very sort of cultural like a lot of the stuff that you've played on on the tv shows that i've watched the links you sent me and stuff i've never even seen anything like that do you know what i mean it feels like you would have to be in india and see yes. someone on the street playing it and go oh what's that and then thingy whereas you're saying obviously you're doing it online so how do you hear about these to you know to even begin the process of purchasing them well you know, uh, how I heard about these instruments, which I have, um, you know, um, you know, of course, it's online. You know, I do a lot of research, as I mentioned. You know, I mostly I would go on YouTube. I would put like world instruments and then on YouTube, it would show me videos, you know, of the world instruments. And another way I would like go to Wikipedia. I would put just type like antique instruments, world instruments from different parts of the countries and it would um uh give me all information you know, like this is from india this is different from china this is an instrument from a different country you know and and also another thing is that um most i will find out about the different instrument you know by going outside you know i would go to different performances you know uh like a chinese performance or or uh or like an indian performance i would go there i would see you know uh, you know what the performers uh, really play i would uh you know i would and after and um you know i would just like look at them i'll see like what kind of instrument is that where is it from and to be honest even though i have all these instruments there are around 4000 instruments which are extinct by the way 4000 if i'm correct and yeah, so mostly it will be mostly online. I would do a lot of research. So that's how I found all these instruments. And also not to mention, um, uh, also uh, the, the, the instruments that I have, I also learned, um, you know, from teachers worldwide. I currently, I used to have around like a hundred teachers who have <laughs> taught me all of these instruments. A hundred, I know is a big number. Um, and, 
you know, not only that, I do uh, self. I also, I'm also self-taught. You know, I teach. Uh, I learned the instrument by myself. Um, I would also, you know, um, learn the instrument. You know, from reading books. You know, or by learning from YouTube, which is a very great resource. You know, for musicians or anybody who's who's wanting to learn. So yeah, I was use YouTube. You know, for learning instruments or video tutorials. So yeah. So with the with the instruments, what's the sort of price range of of these instruments? That is a good question. I don't think no one has ever asked me that question, and you're the first one to ask me this question. Um, hmm, the price just, range. Just because, obviously, I know you know guitars, you know, drastically uh, I know. vary in price and. And so, and I'm just thinking, like the the sitar, is yeah. it the, the sitar, sitar, yes, and the and the teremin, like teremin. You could tell me any number. Do you know what I mean? Sure, okay. I'm, I'd be like, <laughs> it could be five hundred pound. It could be two grand. It could it could be yeah. anything. Okay, so I think let me uh, start with expensive instruments. So the most expensive instrument that I have is the harp, right here, behind yeah. me, and. That instrument costed me around ten grand, ten thousand. Wow! <laughs> yeah, no. I mean it is a beautiful. Thing. Again, for the listeners, beautiful. you're missing out. Get come over to YouTube and and yeah. have a look at it. It's beautiful. Yes, and there are around two different types of harp. One is the lever harp, and another one is a pedal harp. And the pedal harp is more expensive than the lever harp. Um, another instrument which I have uh, is called the glass harp. So a glass harp um, is from Poland, um, and how it works is that it's all tuned wine glasses. So we don't use the instrument, that instrument, to hit with the sticks. We use it with our fingers. So kind of like imagine like you have like a wine glass, and you're like, and you're like uh, putting your finger and like circling around the glass. So that's how it works. And the one I have, they're like all tuned wine glasses, and that one cost me around. 6k 6000 yeah and i believe wow. um uh there are two instruments i mean uh two glass harps which are in america including where which i have it and also someone has it in new york so and i have another instrument which uh, is a new instrument which i got recently and which i'll be using uh for in the in the reality show coming up uh, in uh, March and it's called uh, the taiko and the taiko drum is uh, a Japanese drum it's like a big drum and one thing which I really love about the Japanese drum is the sound it's like so big you know when I'm playing it it's like you know when I'm, when I'm playing the drums in the, in, at the fast tempo I could like hear my heart pounding like boom 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 it's like it's like it's, it's, it's like a it's like a drum heartbeat you know coming in mm. hard and yeah and that instrument um costed me around huh i don't know like around 2k to be honest okay and uh, by the way there is very hard you know to find a taiko drums you know uh, you, and you know so so and I'm glad I'm so I'm glad I'm also I'm lucky that I got this instrument. So yeah, um, so I mentioned the expensive instruments. Let's see, any cheap instruments? Uh, 
I think the cheapest instrument that I have is the hmm. I, I think is the kazoo. <laughs> By the way, right, yeah, that's yeah, cheapest yeah. instrument I have. Kazoo. <laughs> you mean like you know that sound? Yeah. yeah. So that's the cheapest one I have. So yeah. So that's uh, mostly it. So yeah. <laughs> when. With like, say for example, like like the sort of example that I gave about the the guitars, where they obviously you know drastically range in price. Is that mm-hmm. the same for these instruments as well, like a Teremin or 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 any of the things you've got? Is there sort of you know levels to it, or are you always getting you know buying the best version of whatever it is? Well, to be honest, um, the instrument I have are very high quality and there are some instruments that I have which are very low quality and the reason is that because um, you know depending on where is it from you know like for example I have an instrument called a uh, I think that now I've called a Ravan Hatha. Ravan Hatha is a instrument uh, from Rajasthan which is in India and that instrument I have is a little bit low quality because you know it's from Rajasthan you know which is um, and that place is mostly poor, you know, where yeah, poor region. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, most of the instruments that I have mostly are like high quality, you know. So, yeah. How when you're when you're coming up with the the music that you make, mm-hmm. how do you? Because, like, as you probably know from our previous discussion, I'm not that musically mm-hmm. tuned. Um, but so when you're, you know, coming up with your beat, how do you integrate them? And do you integrate, you know, I'm assuming you integrate, integrate, uh, a lot of instruments from different regions of the world and different parts of the world. Like, how do you sort of get that? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like to, so they blend well, because obviously then from different cultures and their sounds are different. So and to so to be specific you're asking like how do i create a song with these instruments from from around the world is what you're asking or no so when you create a song how mm-hmm. how does that sort of learning or understand your understanding of your instruments then say right so when you start writing your song you say mm-hmm. use a guitar and then mm-hmm. it's Oh, I think, the, and I keep going back to it because I've got it wrote down. The Terramon, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Oh, the Terramon will work here." And then, do you know, is that how you piece it together, or? Yeah. So whenever I create a song, you know, with instruments in different keys, um, you know, first I would, you know, um, you know, start uh, by writing down the instruments with different keys because the, the instruments that I have are in different keys, and some of the keys don't match with the other instruments. So I write down, you know, one is in D key, this is in B flat, this is in A. And, you know, then after that, I would try to record with a DAW. If you don't, if you don't know what a DAW is, a DAW is like a digital audio software, you know, which is for musicians who can, you know, record their music, uh, like Ableton Live, um, Apple Studio, Logic Pro, and, and, and many more. Um, so, yeah, I would use it like a DAW um, to, um, to record my music. And I would, you know, start by adding a drum beat, and then on top of that, I would add like a guitar, so that when I add 
a rolled instrument on top of that. Let's say like, let's say I had a sitar with a guitar. I can, uh, you know, play with it and I can try to find out if that matches or if it should change the key or if it should, maybe should change the tempo, which could be better or something like that. So, and with the same formula, I would like, you know, interpret it with different uh, instruments. And, you know, sometimes um, there will be a few songs which I try to create, sometimes which will be all Arabic instruments, all Indian instruments. And there will be some time where I'll like try to fusion, you know, with let's say with American music, with Indian music, or Indian music with Chinese music, you know. So that's mostly how I you know, create a song with, uh, with my rolled instruments. So, yeah. So when when you've, <clears throat> obviously with your, uh, being on the TV, as I as I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, when was your first appearance on TV, and how did that even come about? Like, what was the phone call, or the you know, how did it how did it feel for you? What was my first appearance on TV? <laughs> huh, that's a good question. Um, and how old were you? I I, I remember I remember now. Okay, um, I think my first appearance on TV was uh, Fox Forty. And at the time, I was twelve years old, and I wow. think and I think how I got that uh, I think how I got that uh, appearance. Um, you know, I was at home. Uh, you know, my family. I was. Um, uh, I think I was uh, doing something with. Uh, I was uh, trying to practice my sitar or my other instruments, and I recently caught a call from an unknown number, and I picked up call. And they said, hello, um, uh, we, this is the team from Fox 40, and we want to interview you about your you know, your talent. I'm like, is this fake or real? I, I had no idea that I was, I thought it was fake or some. I was like, okay. I was like, um, and then, then I asked them, how did you, how, how did you hear about me? They, they said, um, we have read um, one of your, uh, uh, your, your newspapers uh, by which you came recently. I'm like, oh, really? I said, okay, sure. So come in. So then, and the funny part was that um, they wanted to interview my parents. And at that time, my mom was at work and my dad um, was at home and he didn't know how to answer the questions. And my mom knew very well how to answer the questions. So my dad said, okay, I will do the interview. So the Fox 40, um, uh, uh, the team came to my house. They got the cameras, equipment, very big cameras. And, uh, you know, they filmed me. And it was a great experience. You know, I got to experience, um, you, know, you know, how to handle in front of the camera, you know, how to interview. Um, uh, and also from that, you know, from doing many interviews on and on and on, uh, I felt like, you know, my confidence gained up so yeah so i so i so yeah i was that, that was my first time you know being on live tv so did yeah, you play, it was awesome <laughs> did you play any instruments in yes that? i did i i played around uh and, and on my first appearance on live tv um i think it was five or seven instruments i did okay uh, on live tv yeah and what were they do you remember uh, it was the sitar, uh, uh which is a string instrument uh, from India, uh, veena, didgeridoo from Australia, 
drums, and yeah, I think that was probably it. I I I know I played more, but I don't remember in my head and the back of my head. But I think those are instruments which I played on my first appearance. You mentioned there the vena. Where's, vena. Where's that from? What it what sort so, of instrument? The vena is a string instrument uh, from India. Actually, it is from uh, 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 South India, and that instrument, um, it's uh, that instrument has a very, very unique sound, by the way. Um, and that instrument um, has around four melody strings and uh, three sympathetic strings, and the sound is uh, a bit similar to the sitar, except. Um, it is a bit more. It's a bit more like, like how can I say like that? The sound is like more like a like a tingling. It's, it's like a, it's, it's like a very unique sound like you have never heard before. Like, as I mentioned, Indian music, very different. It's a very, uh, interesting, um, texture in its sound, and um, that instrument is used, um, you know, in. Uh, used in traditional music, and also forgot to mention, um, in uh, in our Indian music, um, we have this term which is called um, uh, rags, and uh, a rag is similar to like a song, but it's, it's like a song, but it's very different. You know, we have like the intro in our system, we will call it a lap, and after the intro, we have like you know like we have like the worst chorus, right? So in our uh, for our chorus, we would call it the 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 we would call it satai, which is the chorus. And then after that, we have an antra, and uh, and an antra um, is like the the first verse or the second verse. So, so now you see the difference is that we start with the chorus, then go to the verse, while in well, in American songs, we start with a verse and a chorus. So that's the only difference, I would say. So, yeah, very interesting. And then from there, what was it like for yourself? Uh, like once that sh- once the show had aired and obviously you, you starred on TV, um, what within your life sort of changed from that? Uh, you know, after coming on many live TV shows, interviews, everything. Um, I gained a lot of confidence. Confidence. I gained a lot of popularity. You know, now people come to know about me say, oh, this is the guy from, uh, this is the guy who can play around 100 some instruments. Oh, this is the guy who can play multi-instrument. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, I, I would get that uh, that thing, all, uh, you know, every time. So, yeah, I gained a lot of popularity, you know, confidence, and also from coming on many live interviews, I have also seen improvement, you know, um, you know, performing on live. You know, the first time I performed on live, I was, you know, a bit not a confident, but, you know, after doing many times, interviews, interview after interview, then I became more confident in uh, performing live. So, yeah. Yeah, I can attest to that a hundred percent. Like it's exactly the same for me with the podcast. And when I first started, I started very sort of local. I did. Uh, it was mainly family and friends, to be to be quite honest. Oh. Um, but a lot of them, well, the, obviously the ones I interviewed, um, they've led sort of very you know extraordinary lives. So that was quite nice, and I think it was 
again, I was probably quite privileged to have the people around me that I do mm-hmm. uh, to start me off. But the difference between me now and then is is, is definitely sort of ast- it's astronomically different. Um, I mean, it's like as you're talking, I'm sort of then building my next question off of what you're saying or how you're saying it and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. Whereas when I first started, it would yeah, it would be sort of to my notes and then I'd be like, oh, so um, let me just, um, and th- you know, and it would be sort of very staggered. But yeah, but it's the same with anything, you know, with practice, you, mm-hmm. you do get better and, yes. and uh, go down the road. So uh, another thing, again, popped into my head while you were talking about this. Obviously, some of these instruments are quite large, uh, mm, where true. do you store them all? <laughs> I store them in my house. I have two rooms. Um, one of the rooms, um, uh, you know, have the big instruments, and the other room has all the all has all the small instruments. So, yeah. How so do I you st- stow them away? Like, are they just in there, ready to play, or are they in their, you know, in their cases? Or actually, I put most of the instruments in the cases. Some instruments don't have cases, so I would, you know, put them by the wall. So, yeah. Wow. That's... And plus I do have a rack, you know, where I put like, you know, like the bottom instrument percussion. The next rack would be the string instruments and then the other rack would be the woman instruments, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's just, yeah. When you, So when you said about obviously your popularity um, mm-hmm. and stuff, was that in school? Was that, you know, from... Yeah, so <clears throat> from the popularity um, after my first appearance on on the Fox 40 um yeah now I've yes you know now now uh, you know one of my friends at school came to know about me and said oh I didn't know you played all these instruments <laughs> you know and um and also getting popularity on social media you know like on Instagram Facebook YouTube uh, and yeah and and now I think now more people are coming to know about me you know by the way so I'm so, so I'm doing my best, you know, to, you know, to, to reach the world, you know, to make, and also to, you know, to make the world, you know, know about me, you know, everything and playing all the world instruments. And of course, also, you know, performing on uh, different performance for different uh, events, like, like uh, for, um, like for Chinese, you know, sometimes I, w- I would like perform for Chinese New Year or for, um, Indian Independence Day, or for, um, you know, or or for like a or for like a uh, like a Vietnam performance, or like I do numerous events which are like in different cultures, and from that I do gain popularity from there. So, yeah, but I you know I mean it has been I've been it has been so great after all you know so, so yeah I'm so lucky that you know I I have this talent and everything so yeah yeah definitely with your uh as i mentioned about your schooling um how many hours of practice do you do each day uh and you know throughout the years have you done to stay you know fluent in with with all the different instruments well i practice eight hours a day eight hours a day and let me explain how I, how I am managing my time with my studies and my music. So, uh, the school I go to is called California Connections Academy, and it's an online school. 
Um, so in this case, the thing is, the one thing which I like about the school is that I can study at any time of the day. So in this case, for example, if I had a performance in the in the morning and I couldn't finish my homework, I can finish that at the night time and just sum it in. That's it. Um, and you know, because if I if I hadn't taken online schooling, you know, if I were in public school, I wouldn't have enough time because you know, in public school, you have to <laughs> stay there. You you know, over there, you cannot bunk, uh, you know, in classes, you know. So, but in online schooling, I can like, you know, find some time for my music, you know, find some time for my studies, and at the same time, able to manage at the same time. So, yeah, because you're you're basically doing the world the other way around you're yeah, you're correct. managing school around your music whereas obviously for most kids and, and adults as well obviously with yeah. work you work and then mm -hmm. you have to sort of fit in your hobby and mm -hmm. or whatever you're into outside of it but you've mm -hmm. sort of yeah flipped that on its head yeah that's correct that's yeah well that's wicked um that's all we've got time for this week folks uh tune in next week for the second half of neil Naya, um, do you want to give everyone your uh, your Instagram, YouTube tags, all the rest of it like that? Sure, you can check out my website at www.neilnaya.com, Instagram page at Neil Musician, N E I L M U S I C I A N. Uh, same thing for TikTok, um, uh, Facebook. Uh, you put Neil Nayar. And a YouTube page at Neil Musician. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Thank you. No, brilliant. We'll tune in next week, everybody. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye.